This is SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hey. Hi, everyone. Welcome well, to, to our Stargate podcast, which is a podcast where I've never seen, I, Sarah, have never seen the movie. Vaguely know that I've seen the show, but I don't remember fuck all about it. And, and, um, I, and, and I'm Tori, and I love the movie, and I never saw the show for some reason. So we both decided that uh, in the pandepocalypse, we're going to comfort watch. The entirety of Stargate and record it and make you listen to it. And the ongoing internal struggle is that Tori wants this show to be about deep cuts about the movie, and I want it to be about social commentary within <laughs> uh, sci- sci-fi that, that was launched in the 1990s with jokes. So but we both want jokes. We both want jokes. Thanks for joining us at the vertical waterhole. But up, 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 up. And then we also um, are doing this for comfort. This is supposed to be comforting. This is a comfort watch. Yeah, that, that's so why com- I started. I, yeah, I, I'm, same I'm, days. <laughs> Join us in the camaraderie and the comfort that is bingeable, seemingly endless seasons of old sci-fi shows. It already seems, it, especially with this episode. I'm like, this might episode- feel endless. Episode three did feel endless. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we're we're on season one, episode three, Emancipation, uh, directed oh by Jeff Woolnew. Emancipation. Oh my god, I didn't even realize it was called Emancipation. Uh, oh. Emancipation. I have so many issues right away with the title, but uh, we can get, like, well, just because it references. First of all, it references like Emancipation Proclamation and actual like a big deal set of slavery that belongs to specifically black Americans. And then um, also there's like the emancipation of minors from their parents and the women in this episode are totally treated like objects and children. So anyway, I hate the title, but um, there's so much, yeah, there's so much to talk about. And the title is like the wokest part, (laughs) relatively (laughs) speaking. And that that texted me. What Terry texted me while he's watching. He's, I love that you text me, like, knowing I've already seen him. Like, I've, I watched ahead of you. This feels, yeah, like, feels like a good system. I like it. You texted me during episode two going, holy crap, this is intense. And then you texted me during episode three going, oh, I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, this was, this was hard to watch for me. And I'm pretty desensitized what? to all this. <laughs> and you, I assume, have a penis. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and identify with that. What? Boy, it must be really bad, you guys. Well, we'll talk. Well, well, we'll, we'll get into it. Should I do? Is it? Is it time for the plot summary challenge? Oh yes. Oh shit. Arbitrary tension building. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, Sarah, give us. You, you have twenty-four seconds before we nuke. The entire show from orbit, and wow, okay. to to summarize the show, and okay. go. 
Okay, so they, right where they left off, they're on the flush planet, and they hear someone screaming, and it, he is being attacked by three Basinji dogs, it looks like, and apparently they're going to tear him apart, but they shoo them away. And I love that they don't kill the dogs, I was afraid they're going to kill the dogs, but the team shoos the dogs away, and Sam Carter gets credit for saving this kid's life, but then this kid is like, holy fuck, it takes him a fuck ton of time to notice that one of them's a woman, and then when he does... Oh, you're kidding! Wow, I blew it. I did such a good time, job last episode. The go- we are now infested with gold. Yep, which is fine, frankly, with me <laughs> based on this. based on what I saw of humanity in the last five years and all of my life and this episode. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh well yeah all right we're dead well we're but you know we we we're gonna keep going even though we're we're okay. technically dead but uh w- when we last saw our 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 scrappy gang they were just en- en- entering the the Stargate from episode two and episode three starts off right away them exiting into onto a new planet P three four seven dash eight one six I suppose we should find the actual name. <laughs> PDX Gate 17 departing for uh, this fucking planet. On time. From, from Portland. Uh, <laughs> so, um, um, well, that's how far we got. <laughs> so now we're standing in a field with this uh, kid who won't look at Sam Carter. And she's like, the fuck? Right. Well, somebody I mean, find out what I did. Well, in the field, I you know it's a beautiful forest somewhere in British Columbia, Canada. Obviously, way to go, way to go, Seattle. We could have had like so much shit filmed here. Oh, but yeah. you done fucked up with taxing Hollywood. I'm just gonna say, I, I is every other planet to go to like a forest in British in Canada somewhere? Is that what it's? Is that what this is going to be? I mean, it looks like some of them are deserts in British Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding well the ridiculous thing is this young man is being attacked they're just like yeah they're leave. like these rabid wild dogs and they're just like shoot no and they're like oh okay we're not gonna get a treat we better run away so they acted very domesticated and i'm glad because i was like if they shoot those fucking dogs fuck these people because they don't even know that guy <laughs> well we're, we're about to uh he is a is a young man. His name is Abu, and uh, he's quite complicated. The motherfucker knows English. This is the episode where pe- everybody knows English with zero explanation for why everyone speaks English. He doesn't speak any derivative of ancient Chinese or any combination of ancient Chinese and ancient Cerulean and maybe Swahili from trade. He he only speaks. They just all speak fucking great english every motherfucking last one of them it has a not even english that's changed and evolved no yeah english just english they speak it to each other yeah there's no little moment where somebody's like well that thank god we made this universal translator (laughs) well that's kind of daniel's point the whole point of daniel is that he knows languages and so he can sort of figure it out like if that's his thing Let's get rid of him. If he's the Yoshi from Enterprise of this show, and it's like she became obsolete on that show, and she commented, I guess I'm obsolete now because I built the Universal Translator. <laughs> I, like, I just feel like every other sci-fi show 
uh, like Doctor Who, they all have, they're all like, oh, it's the TARDIS. It makes us all understand each other. Oh, it's the universal translator we have chipped in. Yeah, you just. That we got you, through you, our COVID vaccine. Yeah, you, you can just, you can, you can explain it in like a sentence, but this, this is like, what? This is just like, fuck it. Everybody's tired of us making the language part of the plot point. Let's just have them all talk. Yeah, we don't have the budget for, you know, uh, subtitles. Let's fucking. Mm-hmm. But we don't I- have the budget to write another sentence. Like we <laughs> are literally out of writing budget. You know, do you, you know what else we do not have a budget for? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, finding any place in Canada that looks remotely like an actual steppe, which Abu is like, uh, he's like, we are the people of the steppe, and like, yeah. as Mongols were, and 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 <laughs> as soon as he said that, I'm just like looking around there, there where they're at, and I'm like, okay, they're they're still people of the steppe, all right, even though they're in like, oh a my god, I'm such a historical forest. dumbass. I'm so glad that you told me that about Mongols because I thought they just meant the steppe because they've got steps leading up to their gate. <laughs> so I thought, oh, these are the people who live the closest to the gate. I'm sure there was places in Canada that could be more closely associated or look like a mm-hmm. step, even though it's not an actual step, but, you know. Sure, totally, totally, they're, totally, they're, totally. They're just filming, like, you know, five miles away from the studio, I'm sure. That's just like some lazy ass scouting. It's like a, <laughs> that's what parking lots look like in Canada. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're just in the parking. Lot. They're just in the Those parking. Canadians, lot. they don't even know about pavement. <laughs> it's not true. I've been to Canada. It's they totally have parking lots. Yeah, they ha- they totally have cement. Yeah, they totally have cement. There, I've been there. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, yeah. So, but yeah. So they they meet him. He he, he introduces himself, uh, but he freaks out about Carter. He's like, Woman. right? And she's like, oh. And what does she say? She says, "Do I have like a horn growing out of my face or something like that?" She says something wild, like, "What the fuck is this kid's problem?" And good on her for not, not just going like, "Oh, it's because I'm a chick," right? She's like, "What the what what what." Well, no, one like, of her lines is problem? one of her lines is tell me what I did wrong so I can fix it. <laughs> I know that is annoying. <laughs> Daniel, find out what I did wrong so I can fix it. As if they're not all speaking English. <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah. kind of like it's still written like only Daniel can really understand them. <laughs> but for our dumb dumb sake, well, they be- just let everyone speak English. Well, because he's it doesn't have to worry about the language. Daniel becomes like the historian in this episode and apparently he, he knows a lot about uh asian history apparently suddenly well. he thinks he's an anthropology anthropology but he thinks he's an anthropologist was he an anthropologist before and, and, i guess you said he was an egyptologist yeah he was just a that, straight that's up a Egyptology. branch of that's a branch of anthropology but it's very uh, specialized right well yeah right? like an egyptologist slash linguist you know so yeah i, I mean i guess so i mean i don't know enough about it but Ugh, I'm sure he took anthro one on one 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 as like a early prerequisite to his major. <laughs> he was like, I don't want to hang out with these nerds any more than I have to. I'm going into. You know, he probably had to like major in anthropology <laughs> in order to get into grad school well, yeah, or archaeology. Well, he's mm-hmm. he's super helpful. He's he's like it must be oh my a God, cultural he's so thing. So helpful. He, he I think so they're Mongols. Helpful. I think they came from the Mongols. 
Yeah, because <laughs> they haven't like updated their clothes since ever. As they're talking to Abu, some um, some other uh, dudes on horses uh, roll in. Um, they're mm-hmm. coming down. They're they they seem pissed. They're just like you know. They're like they're like yeah. Hey, they spot Abu. that woman right away. It doesn't take them like a whole round of introductions. They're immediately like, whoa, a woman we have wearing to kill pants. Her. She must die. And no, a woman wearing a face. <laughs> okay, can I just say, like, the thing about this is that they're going to kill her for wearing a face. Yeah. But the thing is, later they're like, oh, we do this to protect our women from the Goa Uld. Yeah. And I'm like, you're going to kill her for that? That seems like uh, cool. Like, that's some bullshit. That's, a, that's like, and some, then that that's like PETA like, shit. Anyway, it's a bad, it, it seems it. like a bad okay. strategy. Yeah, it seems like a real, it seems like some fucking bullshit. It's typical. You know what I love? I bet every planet's a patriarchy because we can't seem to have an imagination beyond patriarchy. So anyway, apparently the Mongols didn't used to be like that, but they got that way because of the Goa Uld. So it took very little for them to come up with an excuse to exercise total power and ownership over women by the way also later daniel says that they can't be financially compensated for carter because we don't own our women and i'm like (laughs) phrasing motherfucker phrasing thought they weren't your women like i'm ready for daniel's unnecessary (laughs) bye daniel it's like I'm combining by Felicia with damn Daniel. I'm like, bye Daniel. Bye Daniel. That's my bye, thing. Bye, bye Daniel. Bye Daniel. Bye Daniel. Bye Daniel. Fuck it. Don't let the door hit you. Um, Fuck off. Okay, so anyway, that's not what happens. Well, next, so. well so they're about to kill her. They, they bring out yeah. their like spears and shit, and then uh, O'Neill just shoots a gun. He's like, the white man shows his superior firepower. He's just like, yeah. Is that an allegory? Probably. Is it? I don't know. Did he shoot a gun? I he thought did. that was later. No, he does it several times. Like, that's like oh, the well. one thing he does this episode is just shoot a gun every time he gets annoyed. <laughs> just to be like, yeah, well, yeah we, I have this. And it's a fine example of might makes right. Yes, yes, very much so. Yes, very much so. And also white makes right. Anyway, yeah, yeah, moving yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, okay, so Abu's dad so, rolls in. Uh, yeah. And and he he can't tell Carter's a woman for a bit. It takes him like a long time. <laughs> oh, I thought they all could tell right away because they've got their shit drawn and they're ready to fire. Not his father, because his, his father is just hanging out, and then they have to tell him she's a woman, and he's like, "Oh, oh what? Oh, oh, what?" And then he's With like, the face? "We've got to kill her." Yeah, yeah we got, she's like we wearing her face gotta, in public, and so then they are like, "We are going to kill her." But then Abu is that what his name is? Yeah, the, the guy they saved from the dogs. Like, no, she saved my life, and he's like, "Oh, well, if he saves it." If she saved the life of a man, we aren't, we aren't allowed to kill her. Now you're all my welcome guests. <laughs> she'll she'll so, still be property and all the everything yeah. else still applies. Just one less step of killing her will not be. Yeah, used. basically, Talc and O'Neill and uh, Daniel are now my guests, and you can store your property in my locker. <laughs> <Am> I- <laughs> 
Oh, and cover cover the face too. The, yeah, the they face. make her put on a very heavy looking beaded dress that she says, I can't breathe or move in this. And then if she leaves the tent, she has to put a face covering on. But what's even worse is they're going to have a party that night. And like, even with a face covering, she can't go. She can't join. And right? like all the dudes on the team, because she's like her, oh, because she says, hey guys, instead of being his like fancy guest, let's just go right the fuck back. Obviously the gold old aren't here. Let's go right the <laughs> fuck back through the wormhole thing. Let's go right back through there. And Daniel's like, no, I mean, let's study this. And she's like, you motherfucker. No, yeah, no. And those assholes, those fucking hyper privileged assholes. Yeah, she was like, I can we just leave? Like, we should go. We should just go. <laughs> this would this this planet PX37 dash patriarchy is a wash. She's like, let's, I want to go back to Portland, the Portland airport. Like, let's get the fuck out of here. And and what what and what Daniel specifically says is, if we learn their customs, we'll be okay. Yeah, you're already okay, you piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, no, they're already learning their customs, and part of their customs is that women are proper. Kill them. Like, <laughs> and Carter's just so like, the- uh, yeah, she's mad. She's hot, but like O'Neill's like, yeah, let's go. And Teal is sort of Chewbacca to O'Neill at this point, so he doesn't pipe up. Even though I'm sure Teal, I'm sure Teal thinks it's wrong because he seems to have a good moral compass. But he's Chewbacca up, so he just is like, okay, yeah, yeah, he, let's yeah, he go. Just fall, yeah, he's just he doesn't really have orders. a lot of lines in this show. This episode, no, no, he doesn't no. have really any lines. He's just kind of there. And he makes he has some really good eyebrow arching to do, but that's it. And well, yeah, um, just, and some stern frowning, or not frowning, but yeah. just sort of like stern looking, you know. So they leave her to chill in the tent. They go to the party, and well, then a boo. That, that dress, that dress though, that 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 was a very that frump- dress is it's not good frumpy. I, well, no, just other like, than the fact that you can see at least a third of her boobs, that dress is horrible and the other thing is they're all like oh my god she's the they're the worship of blonde hair and blue eyes and fair skin by people who by all right should think that like you you know she'd be like why ooh, god why can i see like through your arms <laughs> that is super like they're like wow yeah. oh my god and they can't see it till she puts the dress on she puts the dress on and then abu is like oh my god you're the most beautiful woman i've ever seen well, and, 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 and then when, and then when she and then she's like super self-deprecating she's like i guess he hasn't gotten out much oh i know because like she can't just like take a compliment she can't be like yeah maybe <laughs> but i'm also smart you piece of shit well, and, and <laughs> so it's, anyway and it's so dumb like the like like o'neill and jackson are are, are like gape they're like literally gaping <laughs> like she's like, in a dress yeah can i say o'neill and jackson are just as bad they're like um you know what this mission does not suck so it's too bad you can't come to the party but i do like to look at you in this dress well, yeah, well, it, well, it, and well, and Teal, Teal just looks, he's just, he's just back. He's, he doesn't really do anything. He's back there going, I can't believe uh, I sold everything out for these fuck faces. Yeah, he's like, this seems slightly beneath her, but you know, uh, I, yeah. I'm just here, you know, I'm just this here to is help. Dis- he's like, this is some disrespectful shit. I might, I'm, I'm still turning over what I think of O'Neill. 
<laughs> you know, because like I, I like people. It's, I'm not one of those guys who's like, as long as you're nice to me, I don't care how you treat other people. I might be one of those guys who cares how you treat everybody. So they go to the fucking party and then she's just kind of like moodily relaxing, I guess, um, in in <laughs> Yeah. She's like trying to sleep the, while the, the Jambays are playing. It's like Yeah, just like hanging out in that locker and then Abu comes and he's like and, and here's the thing, like I can't remember, does he immediately put the knife to her neck, right? Because she's a fucking soldier. She could beat the shit out of him. But I think she he takes her by surprise and then he ties her up and gags her and like kidnaps her. I mean I asked I like, asked that question a lot. Like why like several times like she's a big she's like a soldier. Like she 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 yeah, should be like able we to take we know. We got her bona fides the first fucking episode. Yeah. Bitch been to war. So anyway, like she's a fucking captain. So she's kidnapped on this horse and he's like, ah, there's something I want, but I never thought I would have enough to trade for it. So he takes her to these people and he's like, these people, you need to shut the fuck up. They're way more brutal than my dad. So it's not going to be cool if you act like yourself. Yeah, you, you can't you can't be doing this liberal show your face shit around these Yeah, these and like using your mouth to make words and stuff. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, that's no, no. No face, no mouth, no voice box. So I'm surprised they don't just like slice the vocal cords of all the women, but like like a like a, like those dogs who are you're sad because they can't bark. Oh god. Um, oh god. So he he and this guy is a motherfucker. Um, I have several questions though, because okay, so basically he's like trying to sell Sam Carter to this other like chieftain who does seem more hubristic and brutal and like toxic Wait, well, yeah, well, yeah. He, he takes her to the new village and the chieftain uh, who's played by Kerry Tagawa awesome actor Shang mm-hmm. Soon in Mortal Kombat plays uh, plays Torgun the mean, there's a lot- meaner chief <laughs> yeah there's a lot of actors like I rec- I recognize in this but I don't know from what like also um Abu's dad I recognize from but I don't know what from but um so they try to he is successful like the guy's like I don't want this bitch I have plenty of bitches and then he's like oh no look at this bitch's hair look (laughs) but look and it's like she's got blue eyes and blonde hair and he's like oh my god dude first of all okay here's the contradiction so when he says that he thumps his naked chest in his tent when he's like look at the son of my enemy he's he he's pale before me and then fewer than five minutes later he's like oh my god this woman is so pale i want to put my dick in that and the kid is like you didn't put your dick in her all you want once you buy her yeah and and he's like sold and then he's like but i'll give you gold for it and then this young woman walks in and he's like no i want her oh yeah he and he's like loves her yeah yeah, and he's like, "Ew, you would trade a woman for a woman," which to me seems like an even Steven swap. I don't know. I don't understand that line at all. Like, well, you would trade a woman for a woman? Well, like, uh, no. First, I'll <laughs> trade her for gold, and then I'm gonna take the gold and buy this other one. Okay, I'll take the 350 pieces of gold. 
by the way, how much is she? Is she worth 350 pieces of gold? Great. I'll buy her. Have your gold back. Then you're basically trading woman for woman. It makes no sense. Well, no, no. It seems like a fair trade. Well, and well, I mean, maybe it's the fact that the, the woman who Abu is smitten with is uh, the chief's daughter, Naya. Maybe that. And, right. and, and she's so, been promised to a different chief. But still, that comment, you trade a woman for a woman. I do think that chief is clearly a narcissist. Therefore, I'm sure in some ways he both overvalues and devalues his daughter based on <laughs> the extent to which she reminds him of himself. But he says... Fuck no, because I am going to use her as all royalty does mm. to make like to strengthen my kingdom, which led me to another question. OK, so this is the son of a chieftain of the step people. Mm. Why not just let her marry into them and then have them be part of his little dynasty? Oh, yeah. Why does it have to be the fucking whatever other desert folks i i, I don't know i i just i'm, I'm I, I don't know the i'm not deep into the into the yeah. history of these particular uh uh clans on this particular nobody planet, is because we're not this giving it we're not giving lore, this information <laughs> in this particular series <laughs> one of the many things they don't tell us and so then he's like well that's what the fuck I want? And she's like, dad, please. And he's like, no. And he walks up to the kid. He's like, you can have this 350 pieces of gold or I'm going to kill you. So he's like, okay, sold. And then Sam looks like she's going to cry. Well, yeah. Well, yeah and I'm she, like, she, 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 I, I, I can't, I couldn't really tell. Is she super pissed? Is she in shock? Like I can't, you know, I think that it's fair that it's emotionally horrifying to be sold to somebody whose dick you don't want in you. Who's, like surprisingly, by the next morning, has not put his dick in her. Right, because like the, I expect the very next scene should be her killing him with not, her army skills yeah. as he tries to rape her. Yeah, but yeah. that's not the next scene. The next scene is like a job interview. Like, so I don't have your resume in front of me. Tell me, what is your skill set? Can you weave things on weave, a loom? Yeah, <laughs> uh, weave. <laughs> can you dye? Uh, uh, fabric, yeah, veggies, and she's like, "Fuck no, I'm a scholar and a and, soldier." And yeah. then she says this: "She goes, I do the work of men." And I'm like, "Bitch, why do you have to say that? Why don't you just say like, I do this work? <laughs> I do men's work on my world." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, because it's not men's work; it's just work. And so anyway, he's like, well, that's dumb. And she, and he doesn't, nobody takes her seriously. She keeps telling them she's a warrior and they're like, okay, sure you are, bitch. And so of course she's, they give her a knife. They immediately give her like a knife to chop vegetables. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. She's sitting there chopping stuff. Uh, and, yeah. And then everybody runs away to comfort the teenager who's going to be like basically sold off. And so she's like, oh, I'm just going to stick this knife under my belt, which is a solid move. I I argue she should have taken like another knife. Like she's taken like a couple knives. Well, no. Well, the next solid move is she just she. Well, she escapes through the wall of fabric. Like it's not it's, it's like, <laughs> amazing. And steals a horse, but and yeah. but doesn't get very far. She's like re kidnapped. Yeah, that made me mad. I feel seconds. like she should have gotten further. All they had to do, all they had to do, was their their watchers was whistle and the horse like bucks her off. And yeah, she's just taken aback immediately. 
And, and True, it wasn't her. It wasn't her horse, but was it? Okay, I guess this is the excuse they made. She said she couldn't do jack shit in that dress, and she is still wearing it. So I'm like, why didn't she get into like a fighter stance with a knife? And I'm like, well, she's probably like, I guess, yeah. like, I don't know. Nobody else is corseted, but I guess she's all corseted up. Yeah, can't move. Can't and like, I guess well. she slept in that dress. Like, they won't let her out of it. <laughs> she can't get out of it. It's like <laughs> that's the and real no- cage. <laughs> Yeah, that that is what it is, right? And she can't probably can't run because she can't breathe. Well, the the yeah the the there was a wide shot of her running and it's sort of like wobbly, you know. So yeah, so poor yeah. Amanda Tapping was probably really in some shitty costuming gear. Yeah, Car- 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 Carter, you know, yeah, made a valiant effort, but the dress uh, was too much. Yeah, the uh, dress and the in the in the whistle, yeah, just yeah, yeah. just like real life. So, she, so, so she's taken back to Torgoon and he's just like, what kind of a woman are you? And like and smacks like, her and shit. And- oh, I did love like right after he bought her, he smacked her across the face and she barely fucking moved that. She took that like a fucking Air Force officer. <laughs> she just like she he smacked her at, hard enough to knock her on the ground. And she like barely moved her head to the side and she whipped it right back and looked him straight in the eye. I thought that was great. So while all that stuff is happening with Carter, we do get a quick scene with the the man gang and uh, Abu's father, who's following the tracks. Well, Teal's following. He's he's doing all the work. Yeah, um, Abu's father has simply joined the man gang because his son has betrayed him as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My son has also betrayed me. And 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 this and this is where we learn that that their practice. Of yeah, of you know, the women can't show their faces on this. That they're protecting them from the demons who used to show up, uh, right. which obviously are the Goa'uld. And then uh, I guess is it Daniel who's like, who, who is it? Daniel. Daniel has this entire. Nobody else talks but him and Daniel, right? This whole conversation because Daniel's like, so like, then why? Since they haven't shown up in so long, why are you still doing this? He's like, the legend is they will return one day, but I think it's just a, he goes, I personally think it's just an excuse to hold women down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Mogu's relatively woke, you know? He's no, like, you know what? Nah. Well, re- re- no. relatively speaking? He is like every woke motherfucker that I worked with who will like will be like in secret, like, I think that you're totally being like gender harassed and held back here in the workplace. But like, do not tell any of the bros that I told you. Oh, well, okay, yeah. He's only married to one woman because his weak ass, because he's like, it's considered a weakness that I don't have like a full harem. And Daniel's like, Oh, it's because you love you her. Let you love her. Oh. <laughs> so he's like touched by that he's like that's sweet that like as a man you have the capacity to love a woman i too am a weird man who has the capacity to love a woman and o'neill's just in the background just like pussies <laughs> i know and teal but teal's over giving them side eye like you guys don't know shit as as he's like making the fire and doing all the work yeah. Yeah. I like, I like, I, you know, I'm not, I can't call him talc even as a joke this episode because I'm like, no, Teal's cool. He's like, mm, whatever, dicks. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, so they're, 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 and once they get to the camp, 
they're like looking at it and they're trying to figure out a plan. Mogul's like, look, we can't go in there and fight. You know, that would look that would look bad for me. But we can like try to trade. All right. He doesn't want to start a war. Yeah. But 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 Daniel's like, yeah, but, you know, what's going to happen tonight? You know, if we just wait. And Mogul's like, oh. I mean, <laughs> you you know what's going to happen tonight. Yeah, they're like, so what happens until we wait until dark? And he's like, and he, he it's really weird because I'm surprised that with all the things that haven't evolved in this culture that this has, he takes on his left hand, he takes his, his index finger and his thumb and he makes a circle and he takes his index finger from his other, from his right hand and he does an in and out motion. Like, you know what happens. <laughs> and then, and, and then- I was like, whoa. And and, 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 <laughs> and and O'Neill's like not on my watch. So yeah, so and, yeah, they're like we're 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 gonna do something right now. We're gonna do something right now. And so while the, while they're planning, Carter is with Naya. And, and, and oh yeah, Naya is that teenage girl. Yeah, yeah, the chief's daughter. Yeah. And she comes up. She's like, "Hey, Abu came up to me. He said he wants me to leave. He wants me to 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 escape with him. What do I do?" And Carter you know treats her to a little bit of some real talk about starting the 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 revolution just being like you got to start saying no and do your do your thing this this is not good this is not right and i was like oh okay cool she's on she's fully on board carter's like read a book burn a dress (laughs) burn a corset burn this get the fuck out of here get the fuck out of here well, by, yeah. yeah she could say like, can you cut me out of this before you go although because by this i time, cannot fight I, I can't lower my arms i, I feel like like uh uh as a soldier like her number or an airman her number one priority should be like can you cut me out of this fucking thing so i can move before you go well to be fair by but, this point she's no longer in that dress she's now in one of the more like general oh, numbers okay. but but yeah but she she's basically like don't worry i'll, I'll help you uh when the time is right and the time comes the the man gang rolls into the camp they just they just go in there right away i guess i guess they are gonna like storm the castle they don't even have like that burnt that cloak that fire cloak but they do, like, but they don't they, they don't they just go they're gonna trade they they, they don't go in guns oh, yeah. blazing they're just like we what want, do they we need like to trade? Talk. What do they even have? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I guess the money. I guess the money that the um, did they say it was mogul? I think that I think that's the the okay. father's name. I guess just like the money mogul was going to give them in case he couldn't get Sam back. He's like, well, let's offer it to my sworn enemy. That's a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, you didn't kill my son, so. Well, while they're doing that, Carter starts the uh, the wall of fabric on fire and makes a diversion for Naya to escape because she like she sees the man she sees Daniel O'Neill and Teal and she she does this really weird like yes and can <laughs> I just say her starting the wall of fire is like yes please burn it down yeah yeah no, burn down the sy- patriarchy sy- symbolism I. Uh, I she well, burnt it down the first motherfucking second she was there. Not wait until she see those motherfuckers. But I guess allyship matters. So <laughs> some weak ass allies, but there they are. Well, yeah, well, yeah. They they, they just go into Torgan's tent and are like, uh, "Hey, three hundred. Uh, all right, three fifty. Uh, four hundred. And and then and yeah, and they're they're just they're just bartering. And he's like, "No, she's you know she's blonde. So 
no. Yeah, no, she's blonde. I mean, that's are crazy. you kidding? That's crazy, like, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> they should be like, that's a hideous aber- ab- aberration. So O'Neill does, the only thing that he can think of is he, he's like, uh, what about this gun? That was actually pretty smart. He's like, boom, boom. And he shoots it in the air and the guy's like, fuck yeah, he's I like, want that weapon. Magic, magic, uh, magic stick. This is great. Right. It doesn't even occur to him to be like, hey, is this like arrows? Do I need more of them? He's just like, oh, it just does that forever. No recharge, no questions. I have no questions. Please give it to me. Yeah. So, so he exchanges the gun for Sam Carter. <laughs> and they run away. They run, they run away while while Torgan's like shooting it in the air and all of his compatriots are like, yeah, this is fucking awesome. This is great. He's and like, he's yeah, about to be revealed as a fool because O'Neill, like, we don't have that much time because there's like four more bullets in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair enough. It's pretty it's pretty it's pretty good. I love that he didn't like try to just shoot O'Neill. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh thanks you know? um, yeah, yeah okay so so yeah we, we we cut to uh later that night they're having another fun campfire everyone's Wait, there they gone back through the hole? why didn't they go right back through the hole because that guy is definitely going to attack because he's going to realize that that gun is nothing maybe i don't know maybe it's a lot too long of a ways away but they just they apparently maybe they just like the camp i don't know <laughs> they, yeah because i know carter loves that camp carter's just like she's like you don't get good memories from camp <laughs> uh well yeah so th- they're just hanging out there's a really weird thing where Car- carter's like I-, I was i'm so happy to s- i was so happy to see you guys and o'neill's like oh as happy as you were that on p x17 when you, you took your clothes off after drinking that thing and carter's I like try about this yeah that's a weird line, right? There's so much shit going on there because... Okay, so are we too... So I had thought that we picked up where we left off from episode two, but it sounds like they've been on many missions. Well, that's that's the question. Like, were they already doing missions before? Yeah, maybe, maybe they've... There they've, should be much better relational development between the characters in that case. Yeah, and yeah, maybe they should been still to... be side eyeing them like you guys are assholes or maybe you know what? Maybe we missed the part where he's like, I'm just going to side eye them because I already told them on three different separate missions that they're being motherfuckers and that they are not being good allies. And they just are like, what does that even mean? It's 1997. What the fuck are you talking about? Old culture. <laughs> yeah. And so he just has given up and now all he does is side eye them. I guess and there's apparently there's just there's enough backstory that we've seen that we haven't seen that's been off camera that they now have like quips about like remember that one time in that gundark nest you know it's like fuck that's so dumb though because like daniel and o'neill were so fucking stoked to see her in that dress and i'm like apparently they've seen her fully naked yeah I, I, there's so much going so on they already know that they want to fuck her <laughs> And that's why Teal stayed so chill. He was like, "Dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? We have seen her like literally naked." Apparently, yeah, she yeah, she, she maybe she, Teal. She, you know what? Maybe she and Teal have done the old uh, finger through the finger hole, and that's why Teal's like, "I'm pretty nonplussed. I've I've seen it. I've done a lot of things with it. It's done a lot of things with me." Well, okay, so they're, yeah, they're camping, talking about all these cool things that we've never been we we never saw. 
and Abu rolls through. How is Carter not, not? How is Carter not still like? Let's go directly back <laughs> through the waterhole. I would really like to not be enslaved again. This planet, I was enslaved on it. Can we go the fuck home? Because this is like something that constantly happens in sci-fi with time travel, where they, they there's a a black person on their team and they go back and travel in time and that everyone else on the team is white and they're like oh sorry mike i guess you have to eat shit this whole episode because we're back in racist america like more racist than now but like we're in jim crow america like overtly jim crow and um like more overtly jim crow like definitely that time anyway and they have to eat shit the whole episode and I feel like there's always more of like, we should really get back before something horrible happens to Mike. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. So there's, they're still, they're still talking. Uh, and Abu rolls in that motherfucker. Yeah. He's like, okay, so yeah, Naya, she, she met up with me. We were going to leave, but they, but they found us and I escaped, but she was retaken by her father and he, she, they're going to stone her. They're going to, they're going to stone her to death. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Jesus, I thought we were almost done with the episode. Um, yeah, there's a whole second part where they've got to go save this bitch. Well, I mean, but before they do that, they start talking about like they start. They basically start talking about how this series doesn't hasn't established a prime directive, so they don't know what to do. <laughs> like, is that funny? Because we're just talking about that, yeah, and I hope yeah. they never do establish a prime directive. Yeah, well, because yeah, because I think Daniel's the one that's like. Oh yeah, O'Neill and Daniel are like, we shouldn't interfere with we shouldn't interfere with the culture. And Carter's they, like Okay, and can I tell what? you that there we shouldn't interfere with the culture is so much worse in either the fourth or fifth episode, which is far they <laughs> I'm just like it's mind blowingly horrific. They're like, Well, I don't think we should do anything. Well, I can't wait. Um, <laughs> oh God, you'll know exactly what I'm talking Fucking Christ. So anyway, who well, decides so well, Car- Carter can't- Carter roll wants to roll in she's like you know what fuck it let's burn it to the ground and they should and, make her in charge of the team and he, and abu's father is also he's like we we gotta we gotta do something uh yeah and 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 so and and teal uh, does a spock and he starts being he starts being like if the life of the one is better than that of the many <laughs> he literally like <laughs> says a quote like that i'm like oh my god are they just going well, it's to not like they stole him? it from anything so <laughs> no, it's fine no, yeah yeah <laughs> Um, but, um, but, but, but what they decide is that there could be a law that could say like, they could, they could still, oh, yeah. they could still interfere, but they could do it legally. <laughs> They're going to go like lawyer Picard their way out of it. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. So we cut to Torgan's camp and they're about, and they're about to, they're, they're all surrounded by Naya's, uh, kneeling on the ground. They're going to, they're going to stone her to death. They're, they're some yeah. cold shit. And she's like, Dad, forgive me. Yeah. Not Dad, you're a dickhead. And it'd be great if you didn't show me that. She's like, please forgive me. So he walks up to her and he's like, daughter, I forgive you. Yeah. Now stir to death. <laughs> That's cold as ice. That's what a dick. Yeah, well, he doesn't think she's a human being. So it's cool. Oh. Or like even <laughs> like I mean I don't know what animal you would feel good about stoning to death besides uh, that guy. Whatever uh torgan i would stone that piece of shit to death a couple people on my list (laughs) or or your daughter (laughs) 
<laughs> or, yeah, I don't have a daughter growth. <laughs> uh, so the SG I got gang, girls specifically. I don't have any kids growth was what I meant. So the SG gang, uh, they finally rolled through and they challenged the stoning. Uh, Mogu was like, I will fight you, Torgan. And Torgan's like, I'm not going to. Oh, oh, yeah, this gets great. And he's like, I'm not going to fight a cripple, as he puts it, because a, a mogul has like a limp. Even though he, he, he can horse ride and, and walk and do all this stuff. He can do all sorts of shit, but he's like, I'm not going to fight you. I, I wouldn't look good. So, But then someone someone shouts out like, it can be any chief. And oh, right, because I forgot that they had told her when they were rescuing Sam. They were like, she's our chief. We need her. Yeah, yeah. D- Daniel is being all like, uh, you know, She's our like, fear and our chief. And without her, we don't know when to plant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We don't know when the rains are coming. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so <laughs> Torgan thinks she's a chief. So she's like, "I'm, I'm a chief. Let's, let's go. I'll fight you, bitch." Yeah. So I'm like, "All right, here we go. Let's do it. This is gonna be great." And then, did he have a moment of like, "I'm not gonna fight a woman either"? And then not she did really. the whole taunting, like, oh, "That's cool. That's cool." Not. It, it really didn't seem like that. He was just. He was just like. Uh, I mean, he is perfectly yeah, comfortable, like easy. smacking women and stoning them. So it makes sense. Yeah, this is just a, this is just a Monday. I just, I guess, I thought he would think it was beneath him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have, you would have thought, but yeah, he had to move. Okay, this cool. Along. Well, and right, so, that's true. And we we learn more about Carter, Carter's bona fides because O'Neill's like, you 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 took basic training, right? And she's like, um, yeah, yeah. She, fuck O'Neill. Look, He's always surprised that she's like. He, I don't know what how what he thinks women do. Like he's a fucking colonel. Like he's never had women under his command before. Like he is like so surprised that women receive training and not just like a uniform. Carter's the first woman he's ever seen. It's, it's, <laughs> it's <fucking laughs> seen another woman. like ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like he literally, I assume, saw his wife give birth to his son. Maybe. But maybe. he's like, all, know. can you do stuff? Like, can you handle this? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but she says she's she has level three advanced hand-to-hand training. So I'm like, all right, level three. That doesn't mean anything, right? I don't think. But I mean, uh, it means it's better than level one and two. I don't know how yeah, many levels like, there are. Well, I assume there's like five levels. Well, and just she's got me, level three. Well, yeah, it just made me think. So how the fuck did she get like kidnapped like several times? Was it just the dress? That dress was that shitty. <laughs> like, Right? I think, like, it just seems like she should have disarmed that teenage boy. One, yeah. Immediately. Yeah, yeah. And just been like, I'm going to tell your fucking dad. Get the fuck out of this tent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Could have taken those two dudes who bucked her off the horse several times. Yeah. Killed Torgan five different times at this point. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. but, But instead of all that, we get a fucking knife fight. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, like, you know, and that's why there were times where I was like, is she just like biding her time for the most auspicious moment to have a fight? Is she like they told her earlier, they were like, you know, act like you're an anthropologist. She's like, I'm not a fucking anthropologist. And they're like, well, act like one. Is she like, just kind of like, okay, well, I guess I'll study these people while I can and then like kill them when it gets really dire. <laughs> I, I don't know. I had so many questions. Like, is she like if she murders Torgan? Does does she? She maybe she doesn't know enough. She's waiting to find out. If I kill Torgan, do I become the chieftain of these people, or do they kill me? 
because that's important to know. Yeah. But she never should have made it that far. She should have killed that kid or like disarmed <laughs> that kid. Um, anyway, right. she wins, obviously. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty good knife fight. Uh, it's a fight to the death. It's that which I assume you assume it's a fight to the death, but oh. it's not until they're they're starting that we that that, that O'Neill's told the stake. Oh yeah, he's he's like uh, he's like how, long, how many rounds is this fight? Yeah. <laughs> and Mogul's like uh, until someone dies. Yeah, it's good obviously that, it's good that Carter like, had a knife. You know, otherwise yeah. she would have. You know, it, yeah, it, it's pretty ridiculous. But she she wins. She 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 fucks him up. I wish she'd had a battle. Nice. 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 I'm sure they'll yeah. find one in one multiverse planet. Oh my God. If they don't find a battle in 10 seasons, if they don't come up with an excuse, that's a, such a cool knife. If they don't have come up with a reason to have a battle in 10 seasons of this show, then I'm going to watch Atlantis and see if there's one in that. Yeah. Show. That, that's what I was going to say. It's definitely <laughs> spinoff episodes. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right well she's got torgan on the ground she's 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 ready to fucking slice him up uh his daughter comes and and, and asks for his spare his life uh and she she does only after he he has to admit defeat she she yeah mm-hmm. she robs him and says day. that she can leave and says that oh. she can leave <laughs> can i leave now please <laughs> he's like you wait. can i leave instead of be stoned forever no takes these back these yeah and 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 that's and that's that's it they 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 leave the camp and it cuts to obviously it has to be some amount of time later like a couple days because they're having a wedding for abu and naya they they have been there for a while it's got to at least be a week right like like i guess there's no like 24-hour countdown on this trip i feel like i should have gotten like two Three twenty minutes to describe this episode. They could just they could just stay there for indefinitely. Yeah, they're like we can't stay for a six day wedding. We're sorry. We gotta we gotta we gotta get out of here. Uh, oh god, a six we, day wedding. We have we have to get this new anesthetic that we found. See here here's here's like a C plot okay. thing that yeah, we haven't even right. talked about yet. That in the beginning, like Abu, when they first get to the camp, Abu's like, we've got many medicines that are pretty. I forgot about awesome. that. That was part of why they decided to stay. Yeah. Was they were like, we could revolutionize like um it's it's really but you know what you know what's really (laughs) shit about it it turns out to be hydrocodone and it is highly addictive and ruins many people's lives in the future (laughs) they give it to the they give it to the saddlers and it's like not even they should just turn right back around like she said and gone through back through that's the water hole. That, that's how that shit came out of nowhere and became an epidemic mm-hmm. from god damn i love some high i love hydrocodone when i'm in pain eight. though <laughs> it is such a motherfucking good painkiller oh, well i mean yeah anyway um, yeah, they're, they're like we, we got we got to go back and, and get this and daniel's like we wish you much happiness a merry christmas and we and many you. and many sons as they're leaving like all the women take off their, yeah. their face fabric and take down their thing and show their hair and i'm like oh damn this planet this planet went woke in like a week can i just tell you my only problem with that is if you know any um like muslim women that's not what they would want to do <laughs> yeah. right, so. right 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 
So anyways, that's fine. Apparently they didn't bother to ask anybody who lives in a culture where women hide their hair or their face if they'd be like, I'm super comfortable doing that. Hooray! Like their issue wasn't being treated like property. Their issue was definitely what was on their heads. Yeah. 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 That whole thing. Yeah. Well, maybe they were all, you know, like me and they're all a little bit on the spectrum and they were just like, this thing just itches for no reason. I need some kind of medication. Um, well, so, cool. well, they walk back to the Stargate having gotten the new, gotten hydrocodone and, uh, and they, and they end, O'Neill makes a little quip about uh, going on Oprah and, and Teal'c, the last line is he's like, what's an Oprah? What is an Oprah? Then, yeah. Which is funny because we've been led to believe that he's like been on all these missions, one where Carter got naked. And then at the same time, he still hasn't gotten to go stay at O'Neill's place and watch TV. Uh, yeah. Watch an, watch an episode of Oprah O'Neill watches Oprah. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> And it's 1997. Everyone watched. Everyone, Oprah. yeah. E- e- even even cut from steel kernels mm-hmm. <laughs> in the Air Force. Oh my god! One of my colleagues, my favorite colleague from the jail, uh, told me that Oprah is a national treasure. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I was skeptical, and then I decided, yeah, he's right. Um. All right. Well, yeah. So yeah, that's the end of episode three, Emancipation. Was that a good episode? What did you think, Tori? <laughs> how, like, how many um, penises would you give this episode? <laughs> A scale of like Wait, one to five dongs. How many uh, dongs does this episode get? <laughs> I personally would give it five dongs, is, which is, is not more a good score. Better? <laughs> no. Or is, or is it going reverse? Yeah, no. Is one <laughs> solid much. dong like the best? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And five <laughs> small uncut ones are the worst. Hmm. Uh, five tiny dongs or one giant dong? It de- really depends. No, no. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I was comforted by this episode because this because that's I, the question. Were you comforted? I, I'm not sure. I, I, I don't think so. One, it's weird. It was weird to me that it's like, okay, this is like the first, like, all right, we, we're out of the, the first episode was like tying in with the movie and establishing everything. Fine. Number two was mm-hmm. sort of like this weird side episode where they had to take care of business before they really started going places. Right. This is our first like monster of the week episode. Yeah. Let's, let's get in there. And adventure as the first adventure, it's like immediately that they're like, we're going to make the woman do weird shit, get out of her uniform and into a dress and just do all this weird stuff. And not really, there's no real battle of any kind. It's all, it's all just about like, we found a culture and we're going to try to be anthropologists, which as as a concept for Stargate is fine. It's just I was just like, all right, wow, it's pretty. It's pretty like. I would just be like Daniel. What are you going to sacrifice in the name of anthropology? <laughs> oh, nothing. No, nothing. Oh, nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. I will say, you know what? It's kind of like um, it's very cringy. I'm glad this episode's over. I'll probably never, ever, ever watch it again. If I ever watch Stargate again, 
I will skip this fucking episode, just like I will skip episode three of Star Trek TNG, which is the fucking most racist show. I wanted to ever. ask you about that because I, 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 I went right back. My mind went to that episode. I was like, was that right. also the third episode of that series? It was. Yes, that is if weird. you guys go look it up, it's the one where they go to a planet that's basically like the most backwards, weirdo, like African planet that they could possibly find. It's hella racist. It was recycled. I got this is all, by the way, research credit to the podcast, The Greatest Generation, where I learned all of this. It, it was actually a script that was written for Star Trek, the original series. And they recycled it into TNG because they still had it laying around. I think, I think that's right. And so it is super fucked up and it's very similar in that there's like a woman who has to do a fight to the death and like a woman getting kidnapped and shit and a woman being valued for her fair skin, right? The security officer. Yarl? I forgot. Of course. Sorry about your ears, Dude, dude, it's the same fucking plot almost. It's the same fucking plot. Oh my God. Just insert upsetting African stereotypes and take that out and put in upsetting Chinese stereotypes. Look, there's a fight. The climax. Yeah. Where the short haired blonde person who knows security, who knows uh, hand to hand combat really well has to do a fight. Yeah. Exactly. It's Holy weird. shit. Yeah. That is wild. Mm-hmm. God, crazy. I think I feel like real hardcore SG1 fans are gonna be like so pissed that we talk about Star Trek even a little bit. But <laughs> now that I've said they just stole the worst Star Trek episode ever. <laughs> and like they're definitely turned definitely, it into they're, their they're, they've just stopped listening, oh, right? Yeah, they're yeah, just like yeah. hey, this podcast sucks. If they already <laughs> if they already hadn't stopped, they've they've stopped now. So yeah. I mean, that's okay because they're not going to like this podcast. No, no, no. I don't know what we're going to say next time, but I just know those people won't like it. Well, here's the thing is that, yeah, like mm-hmm. in terms of like my, my excitement for the, you know, the rest of the season and possibly the series, this episode did not help that one bit. Nope. So. I was not, you might, you could imagine perhaps that I was not comforted. I, no, yeah, I, I, I would. <laughs> It's it, for me. It's not like I mean. It's not like it brought up issues of having been raped, issues of having other men not care about that, issues of having men say they give a shit about your experience as a woman while whispering it to you in the break room so none of their fucking bros find out. Didn't do any of that for me, so I felt great. <laughs> I, the only thing I did like, um, I can tell you about in our meh meh yeah. Oh well, let's get to it. What, who who who, who go first? in today's episode was your uh, yeah meh and meh? I feel like it's your turn to go first. I went first last time. Okay. Uh, well, my okay. my my yeah uh, is definitely Carter. So you'd like to be Carter. 
<laughs> no, no, I don't mean that in a difficult way. I just realized that we had started. I don't mean like, ew, you want to be a girl. I just mean we had forgotten to say what yeah, meh, meh is. Oh, yeah, I... is who who in this episode do you most want to be? Mm. Who do you least want to be? And who would you be like, I guess I could be that person. Oh, okay. Based on their experiences and personality in this one episode. Yeah. I mean, I guess I guess I guess I chose Carter more as yeah. saying, saying yet yeah, more in the sense of just like, you know, she took all this She's shit like a champ. badass. Yeah, and got her uh got her retribution and yeah. uh acquiescence to the fact that she's got to keep doing this with these jabronis. Yeah, like she was constantly underestimated and constantly rolled her eyes and rose to the occasion. Yeah, that's hard. Uh, my my net is definitely Abu because he's a little <laughs> shit. Yeah, he doesn't. I don't think he learns anything really. He, uh, I mean, he just he's just a piece of he's just a piece of dog shit. And then my yeah. meh would be uh, the dress that Carter wears. Just the, awesome. just the worst. I love it. These are great. These are such good choices. Okay. So my yes is also Carter. Okay. Because Carter is, I feel like, the only person given screen time in this episode who's not a shitbag. And she ultimately is like, fuck all y'all. And uh, like I said, she's a badass. She really rises to the occasion. My neck. I said, I wouldn't want to be that pussy ass chief who's like embarrassed about, I don't want to be any of those pussy ass chiefs. One of whom has such like fragile, toxic masculinity that he hits women. The other one who's like afraid to admit to his like, like that guy's the fucking hardcore Republican, right? The one who's just like, I beat women if they don't do what I say. And the other guy is like, a congressional Democrat who's like, <laughs> I actually believe in like just one like equality and like being in love with your wife, but I try to keep it on the DL so that my constituents don't think I'm weak and I'm too much big, big baby to say what I think is right and wrong. And then my meh, I guess I'd be okay being those wild dogs who were trying to eat that dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm, it's probably not the greatest life in the world to, to be one of those dogs, but they also get to eat shitheads sometimes. Yeah, it seems better than everybody else. <laughs> I guess, like, I mean, my runner-up for meh would be teal, but I would still rather be those wild dogs because I, those wild dogs aren't chewbacca up to uh, fucking O'Neal. Mm-hmm. There's no denying that Talc is O'Neal's Chewbacca, right? Uh, I mean, as of right now, I mean, I, I suppose so. I mean, it's, you know. Even though it should be an equal, they should be chewbacca to each other. So debt canceled. But O'Neill, they're on O'Neill's world where O'Neill has all the power. It's, it's garbage. I hope that gets better. Yeah, we'll see. Well, all right. Well, that, that's the end of episode three. We'll, we'll uh, next, the next episode will be the, uh, the Broca Divide. Which should I, should I read the should I read the, uh, yeah. the IMDb yeah. summary? The broken divide. Yeah. Uh, the Stargate base is put in deadly peril when it is contaminated with a dangerous infection, which causes its victims to become mindlessly animalistic brutes. Okay, so it's ep- episode. Yes, this is the episode that I get very angry at. 
it oh, is episode wait, four. This is the episode where... that you get very angry. Yes. <laughs> yep. If you had to choose, oh, no. oh my god! It is, yep, it is so much worse. Daniel and O'Neill's response to a real human situation is so fucking passive, frat boy. It's un. It's it's. <laughs> <laughs> well i can't wait i just i can't fucking wait. it looks like another bottle episode is that right is it is it just yeah and, it, and to be and i'm just gonna say this it seems like there is very little um i will say judging from the scene i'm talking about which happens early on where they're uh contaminated with this virus i just want to say that uh o- o'neill doesn't have, have far to go to uh in symptom wise <laughs> okay okay all right oh my god i can't wait to talk about this episode i'm so excited <laughs> spoiler alert i didn't fucking find it comforting or maybe i did maybe i did find it conversely comforting because at least he got sick fuck you <laughs> Okay. All right. It's weird to watch, though. It's weird to watch something about a virus during like a real pandemic. Oh, yeah. So that's fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey. Well, this has been great. I this as always. While the episode itself did not comfort me, doing this podcast comforted me, and I hope listening to this podcast comforted you. Mm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thanks everyone for hanging out with us at the vertical waterhole. Uh, until next yeah. time. We, the vertical sake hole. That's where I am. <laughs> uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll see you next time.